This week's episode is sponsored by everyone's favorite real estate closing attorney, the Halls Law Firm. With locations in Swanee, Tucker, South Atlanta, and offering mobile closings, the Halls Law Firm can accommodate all of your residential and commercial real estate needs. Their full legal staff and knowledgeable attorneys set the tone for all of our clients' luxury closing day experiences. If you are looking for a preferred closing attorney that is flexible, mobile, knowledgeable, and creates a one-of-a-kind experience, make sure you put the Halls Law Firm on your next contract. Hello, hello, and thank you all for listening to Real Talk Atlanta, your favorite podcast for real life, real scenario, and of course, all things real estate. We're your hosts, River Bonds, Ashley LeRae, Nika W., and Taisha Renee, and we're so glad to have you tuned in. So sit back, take notes, and let's talk. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Real Talk Atlanta. We are your hosts, Taisha Renee. I'm Ashley LeRae. River the Realtor. And Nika W. And we're back with another one, another one, another one, another one. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Back with my favorite girls. Period. What's going on, ladies? Before we jump into the episode, since it's getting so close to the holidays, like, what do y'all have planned? Do y'all have anything planned with your loved ones, family, friends? I have the smallest family. Like, every holiday, it's just me, my mom, and my brother. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, it's just very intimate. Wow, I have so many people. (laughs) (laughs) Your birthday? (gasps) We have some yes. Capricorn. Two birthdays Capricorn coming up. Season. Yeah, coming up. But you can't, you can't even get there until you come through Sagittarius season. So Wait, Ooh. don't Ooh. forget, Jesus, Jesus, the Jesus Capricorn. Capricorn. <laughs> <laughs> when you say that, it literally pisses me off. Don't forget, everybody else can have a seat unless y'all got something to say about Jesus. No, mm-hmm. I love y'all's here. birthdays. Yeah, I am Thanksgiving. My godson, hey Kim, um, he'll be eight. Aww. So I always go home for his birthday because uh, on Thanksgiving. So I'll be home for that. But Christmas, I'm vibing in my new home. Period. Oh, that's right. Are this. we invited? You guys, of course, are invited. Where's the housewarming party? Yeah, I was gonna have a booze and booze uh, house one for <laughs> Halloween, but since Halloween is uh, two days from today, <laughs> well, I'll come up with something like turkey and turnips. I'm dead. <laughs> <Not> that. <laughs> like that. Whatever happened to I a simple Friendsgiving? Not. Oh my god! Yeah, for me, I'm going on a cruise Ooh. for Ooh. ten days. <gasps> I would be so yeah, scared. Yeah, leaving us scared of Christmas. I know. I don't know why. I don't do both. With my dad, with my grandma. She's oh. getting old, so we want to spend some time with her. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, she's that. getting older. It's my grandma. I love hey, my grandma. Oh, that's so nice. So we're going on a cruise, which I'm like super that. excited. That's it's going to be, be my time be to... Because, yeah. yeah, you need it, sis. You need it. Yeah, you haven't been on vacation in a while. But it. I'm you also stressing because I'm gonna have my clients. Girl, you know, business still gonna here. be handled. Okay, but being on vacation now is a luxury, but it's like a very tumultuous <laughs> time. Like yeah. I went to Mexico a few weeks ago, and okay. I'm like, <laughs> right. I'm like waiting up in the morning. Like, is it is it a contract? Is it doing this? Like, right. yes, I can't even enjoy my vacation. Like, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm planning. <laughs> Girl, bye. <laughs> you be on vacation every week. Girl, and I just go on vacation trip. at 7 p.m. every night. I just booked another trip. Where are you going now? Once to Punta Cana. Oh, period. Okay. Because you know, me and Bay's birthday are right there, 10 days apart, both Capricorn. Oh, okay. So we're going to Punta Cana for our birthday. I love that. Oh, I love right it. Right before Christmas. Y'all know how I'm a book a trip. Oh, one yeah. thing about right. you, she's living life. We know. She's vibing, chilling, and, and doing, doing what needs to be done. 
case, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> but let's go ahead and pivot into today's episode because we got to talk to the entrepreneurs. The entrepreneurs always show us so much love and we, we see love y'all. entrepreneurs. We, yeah, are, you we, know, are, we are one. We are one. We see each other. Um, today we're going to be talking about how you guys can obtain home ownership. We kind of talked about it briefly. Mm-hmm. If you haven't already tuned into episode six, take it back, take it back. We gave mm-hmm. some lender tips and we briefly spoke on it, but today we're going to go into depth on how our entrepreneurs can become homeowners. Yes. yes so first needed. of all, what classifies an entrepreneur from a regular W-2 employee? It's very simple. Yeah. If you get paid and nobody is taking taxes out, you are an entrepreneur. You are an entrepreneur. That means if you own your own business or you work for a business and they kind of just letting you rock out as a consultant or an <laughs> independent contractor, you are an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you don't have a W-2, you're an entrepreneur. Yep, because that's 1099. And that includes Uber, if you're doing mm. DoorDash, if mm-hmm. you're doing... All of those services, you're an entrepreneur. Where you bartending, no serving. taxes out, you mm-hmm. got to pay them. Mm-hmm. And yes. it's a lot, too. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah. Okay. For real, for real. So, Welcome to the dark side. Okay. Yeah. Welcome to the dark side. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> but no, seriously, let's go into the entrepreneur loan. Some people call it a bank statement loan. Entrepreneur loan has gotten popular because most people utilize it once they once they are business owners. Mm-hmm. But basically for the loan, what you need is 12 or 24 months worth of your bank statements. Mm-hmm. They just look at your bank statements ideally from your business account. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. And something I wanted to mention really quickly is just that a lot of people have this misconception that it's a lot harder to get get approved for a mortgage loan if you're not a W-2 employee. Mm -hmm. So the lenders have made basically a program catered to people who are entrepreneurs to make it easier for you guys to attain home ownership because it can be a little bit more difficult when you don't have the same, you know, tax documents that anyone else would have. Right. Yeah. Especially if your tax documents don't necessarily reflect, um, you know, the income of your business. Let's Mm -hmm. be real. We're entrepreneurs. We have business expenses. Some of us more than others. Yeah. <laughs> um, but if you feel like your W-2 does not reflect what you make, that's why the bank statement loan is so good. What I love about it is that they're looking at your income, right? They're not necessarily looking at what's going out. So if you can show that you make $50,000 a month, mm-hmm. I mean, if you spend 38000 they don't care. But they see that you're making $50,000. Mm-hmm. So with those bank statements, they're going to take the average of all of, like, the income per month and then kind of average it over either the 12 or the 24 months to figure out, okay, what is your actual income? And That's good to know because it's so different from, obviously, a W-2 employee because as business owners, every month is different. There are some times where some businesses, depending on, like, what industry you're in, where it's seasonal. Like, you make more money in certain seasons than others. Mm -hmm. So it's really good that even if your income isn't consistent, they're Mm -hmm. still able to be flexible with you. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. In addition to your bank statements, um, another requirement, the credit score. Yes. So usually, you know, you can do a 580, 620. But with the bank statement loans, you will need a minimum of 640 to get approved for it. And the reason that you do need a higher credit score is because when you're looking at it from like a mortgage lender standpoint, it's more of a risk, right? They kind of have to kind of test and see your likelihood of paying the loan back. So Mm -hmm. if you have a higher credit score, that just means that you're a little bit more credible in their eyes. Right, right, exactly, exactly. And just on these loans, the interest rate is going to be at least 1% or 3% higher than the market Mm -hmm. rate because. Yeah. Exactly, because they have to literally bet on you and how you structure your business.
business. Mm-hmm. So for my entrepreneur clients where it kind of get risky is this if you're not running your business like a business, meaning that you're not filing your tax returns, your business and your personal account is, you know, you commingling your funds, you don't have like a set structure for your business is automatically a red flag to them. Mm-hmm. Like because you're cutting the check. So if you don't know how to handle your money, then it's not, it doesn't look really trustworthy to the lender. Right. Yeah. Right. To the point of interest rates, though, that's kind of where that 12 versus the 24 months comes in. Mm-hmm. Um, I always push my clients who are utilizing this loan to do the 24 months or get as many as you possibly can mm-hmm. because the more you can show, the better interest rate you get. Right. Mm-hmm. So the interest rate you would get for showing 12 months bank statement is going to be a little bit higher than what you would get for 24, 24 months because mm-hmm. you're able to show more consistent income with the longer amount of bank statements. That you're right. able to provide. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so. keep in mind also to qualify, you do have to have your business for at least two years. Yep. So you can't like start your LLC or something last week and then be like, okay, I'm about to go and like qualify for a right. loan. Right. 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 It, it has, has to been created in mm-hmm. an official business two years ago. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Well, those are really all the requirements that they need. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. I think one other big thing we got to know is the down payment, right? Oh, so yeah. When you're talking about That's the bank big. statement loan, you know, with a regular conventional you're looking at 3% at the low end, you know, 5%, mm-hmm. FHA 3.5%. But with the entrepreneur loan, it could be anywhere between 10 and to 20%. 20%. 20%. I would say 20% is more prominent in mm-hmm. the market. Um, there are a couple people that will do the loan for that lower 15 or 10, but I think you have to have some really, really good income, super, super high credit. Like, you have to literally check every boxes and, of course, find a lender who's willing to, like, you know, take Get that kind of risk. Because right. mm-hmm. um, not a lot of them do. I would say 20% just yeah. be prepared to pay that. If you have your taxes and your taxes are filed like correctly, then they'll more willing to do the ten percent down payment. Now, if you're doing the bank statement loan, because the entrepreneur loan requires the file for you the taxes, but the bank statement loan has, you know, you don't need your tax returns, just your bank statements. That's gonna be higher, higher down payment. Mm-hmm. So Absolutely. two different ones. Yes. Entrepreneur, bank, statement, bank statement. Bank statement is your bank statement. Entrepreneur, they will look at your tax taxes. Taxes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then with the bank statement loan, that's another thing because you're putting down the twenty percent. You don't have mortgage insurance. Right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it immediately kind of again brings that monthly payment down. You know, when you pay anything less than twenty percent. You have that tacked on um, mortgage insurance, which I always see is about a couple hundred bucks. Just yeah. It's not a lot. Yeah. yeah, I mean, but you know that's the difference. Any savings uh, count. Hello, for yeah. sure. Every dollar happens. Yeah, which can take us into the pros of utilizing that program, not having that PMI, because that that can hurt some. Yeah, people. I mean, yeah, that monthly account. mortgage. Yeah. yeah, it adds up for sure. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's a good segue into the pros of using a bank statement loan. Is that no PMI or mortgage insurance that you would typically get on your? Um, regular, you know, conventional loans or FHA. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In addition to that, another pro with bank statement loans is a lower credit score doesn't necessarily disqualify you from getting approved for the loan, mm-hmm. right? Because I know, like, with certain loans, like for a jumbo loan ex- especially, like, you have to have that higher credit threshold, but I feel like having a 640, you know, we're still kind of at that medium credit score is not anything super extensive or super expensive where you can't qualify if you know are in the mid 600s mm-hmm. right you you can qualify and you can get yeah. that loan as long you, as your great. business again is running like a business and they can prove that you're making that income the credit score kind of comes second whereas you know the other loans the, the credit score really it's really matters yeah. yeah and I want to yeah. make sure they understand so that's for they look at their personal credit right and not their actual like business credit if they have that mm-hmm. okay yeah 
Do they use it? Can they use that though as a business credit? Has anyone worked with question. anyone where that they is, looked at I've never the person's business credit? Business credit versus I haven't. Their so the person credit? that I did the bank statement loan with, they use their personal credit and they actually use their personal accounts for like their yeah, income yeah. just because of the way that they do it. Um, so whatever you're like putting your money into or whatever kind of shows your income in the best light, I would say is what you should utilize for the bank statement loan. Right. Because you want to be qualified on that maximum level of income yeah. to mm-hmm. get, you know, mm-hmm. the highest purchase price. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And another um, pro for it is. Is the debt to income ratio mm-hmm. usually we what you said what we said what is, what's your line keep it P <laughs> keep it at 43 but with the bank statement it can go up to even 50% yeah so mm-hmm. that gives you a little bit more you can segue like a little bit yeah. more debt but that gives you a little bit more room to qualify if you do have more debt than yeah, that's great. I can't wait for Biden to get rid of my loans. <laughs> <laughs> I'm screaming. Has he done it yet? He's been no, I heard they were mailing out checks, but anyway. I heard that too. If they do that, them loans ain't getting forgiven on mine. <laughs> I'm paying mine. No, I'm paying mine. No, I'm paying mine. <laughs> no, I'm ready to get it. Off. I'm playing. <laughs> but no, I think, um, and we kind of mentioned this a little bit, but I think one of the biggest things about this bank statement loan that is so great is that, again, if you have a business and you're a real entrepreneur, we get it, right? You have right. those tax write-offs, you have those deductions, you have those those years that just aren't hitting for what you know it's really hitting for and that shouldn't disqualify you from a loan I think we kind of talked about this mm-hmm. earlier but you know if you made six figures and you had high deductions and now you're only being qualified on a $40,000 salary right. that's going to look a lot different than if your bank statement showed that you made six figures, figures. Mm-hmm. so this loan is really for people who you know are real business owners and real entrepreneurs because that's, that's organized what I, right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I feel like that is so unfair because as business owners of course we take advantage if we can legally take advantage of some of those deductions that we're able to use yeah. so the fact that that can hinder some entrepreneurs in terms of like being able to get a home is crazy so I'm yeah. glad that they have programs out there you know for people like right. us for people like, yeah that's mm-hmm. definitely and true. it all has to do with educating yourself on the process of you know running your business like a business and making sure that you have a counsel or someone that's kind of telling you like hey don't write this off write this off instead so you, mm-hmm. it can look especially if you I would say if you're looking to purchase soon that's when you start like putting all your ducks in a row yeah Yeah. Yeah. like start putting all your ducks in a row don't wait till the last minute because you know yeah talk to the people that manage your money and do Mm -hmm. your accounting and say hey I'm looking to buy a house help me so that this can make make it make sense when you're ready to buy something you know you need to have the documents that support that so I love this loan y'all I think it really just (laughs) helps it helps us because I think entrepreneurs are asset heavy right yeah you can have six seven figures saved up and you might say I don't want to work this year right. you don't have to but now your taxes show you made zero dollars and that's what they're looking at so mm-hmm. I think it's a lot of different caveats to it but there's a lot of things um, within this loan that help business owners yeah, yeah. and in the city of Atlanta everybody's entrepreneur yes. everybody's a hustler Everybody so it's definitely right, right, right. <laughs> it's definitely something that we need but like anything that happens while there are pros there are also cons yeah like Nika mentioned earlier the rates on these loans are going to be one to three percent higher than your standard loans mm-hmm. of course and that has to do with the debt to income ratio being yeah. a little higher at 50 percent mm-hmm. it's a higher risk. It's higher risk so it has to make sense for the lender as mm-hmm. well yeah mm-hmm. i think risk is the biggest thing but i think the good thing about that is that even though it starts off high you know you can refinance those loans mm-hmm. of course right. you can get your taxes in order mm-hmm. and go conventional yes. and, yeah, and then refinance exactly. and get, the in- get a better interest rate it's yeah. a good segue into home ownership but you don't have to stay there with that super high interest rate so right. if you know you want to buy a house use the program take the higher interest loan and then do what you have to do 
after the fact to refinance, get the lower loan, um, and still qualify from your bank statements. Yeah, and most entrepreneurs sure. are usually cash heavy. Use that cash and buy down the okay, rate if you can. Bring that money out. <laughs> you gotta pay to play. Okay, <laughs> you don't love saying it, but it's true. <laughs> right. Um, but another con is, like we mentioned earlier, having to have that two year work history because mm-hmm. you have to build that time. So now, if you just started your business last month and you want to go that entrepreneur bank statement route, now you have to have that two year time period to have that business started. So it just take you a little bit longer than you maybe anticipate if you want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> Even though we talked about like not having the mortgage insurance, I think it's important to note that that 20%, that's kind of heavy, right? Right. Mm-hmm. You figure a $400,000 house, you went from, you know, 3% down, putting 12000 down. Now we're talking about 80000 right. right. And especially if you are a newer business and not everybody, because if y'all got it like that, then hey, bring it call up. me. Um, but I know a lot of newer businesses, you know, you're getting your feet off the ground. You may not have $80,000 just sitting around to purchase a home. So it is kind of heavy, I think, for more like experienced entrepreneurs or people. Mm-hmm. Who have been yeah. staying yeah. Up. Been building for a long for a while. time. Yeah, because twenty percent is a really big ass. That's, that's a, a lot, lot of money. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Uh-huh. That's a lot of money on top of your clothes, oh, everything else, else. right? Because so, so keep in things. mind that it's twenty plus something, right? <laughs> and I'm glad you mentioned that it's really good for like experienced entrepreneurs because me, for instance. So of course, before I got into real estate, I was working in healthcare, and it was my goal when I was working in the healthcare field. I'm like, okay, I wanted to buy my first home in 2022 Mm -hmm. and then like due to COVID a whole bunch of stuff I ended up leaving my job and started my business and I was almost at that two-year mark with my business and so once I got my business started I had to start my two years over basically Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying because I left my job Mm -hmm. so you definitely have to figure out like if it's your goal to purchase let's say you are an entrepreneur and you have like a nine-to-five job do you want to you know just stick it out for two years or you know, not start over right. another two years. With I actually business. have a client. She's combining both. So hmm. there is a way That's where, yeah, like you can combine both. Like if it's not enough just to go on the business income, mm-hmm. you can combine your W-2 with your sure. That's yeah, perfect. That's what I did from, my, from when I purchased my house recently because yeah. I, I had a full-time You can job. definitely combine both. Mm-hmm. So that's good. There's flexibility out there. Yeah. You know? I think entrepreneurs are the main people that have to understand. Like, a lot of times, if you are, it's October now, right? If you mm-hmm. wanted to buy a house in January, this is a great time. But for entrepreneurs, if you're thinking about buying a house in 2024, it's okay to be thinking about that stuff right now because you have right to get a lot now. more ducks in the should be, yes. <laughs> Sometimes people are like, oh, it's too early. But I feel like entrepreneurs, you have more to organize, more to get in line to be able mm-hmm. to purchase. So mm-hmm. start thinking about it early on so you're not playing catch-up. and mm-hmm. you know, Right. right. You need to structure your business properly so that it's, it, it'll be so much easier. Like, you will yeah. save yourself mm-hmm. so much stress if you just do it right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and find a tax person to actually personalize. That can advise yeah, you. Yeah, that can advise you on this. I have a tax person that strictly does entrepreneurship taxes so they know exactly how to work around it because a lot of people they don't know they're not very experienced with that and they can write off and that can hurt you too and I yeah. think that's mm-hmm. a good segue into the point that like what we've really been talking about is the bank statement loan and mm-hmm. that loan really is geared towards people who don't have the taxes that accurately reflect their income Mm -hmm. but if you are a business owner you've been filing your taxes for two years you can still apply for an entrepreneur loan um, with a regular like conventional loan product Mm -hmm. right three percent down or five percent down just depending on the lender same requirements the bank statements um, just everything 
like a regular one is, but mm-hmm. if you have the taxes, yeah. you're not privy to having to pay the 20% mm-hmm. and yeah. higher interest rate. You can still get the same qualifying rates. Right? Yep. So yeah. they're two different things. Two Keep different, that in mind. Oh, yeah, because just to clarify that, because we yes. didn't mention that real brief, but you do have that entrepreneur loan, which River just explained, and then the bank yeah. statement loan, which we've been talking majority about. Mm-hmm. But if you got any more questions on that, you know, just you know, just Real Talk Atlanta. I think that's a good segue. Into our question of the day. With, yeah. our With who? What's the question? What's the question? Oh, you know, y'all not going to say it for me? asking for Yeah, so on to our favorite segment, the question of the day. This is when we take questions from you guys, our audience. You can submit your questions on Instagram at Real Talk Atlanta or send us an email at realtalkatlpod at gmail.com. And even if we've answered your question before in the past, like, let us know. Did it help you? Did it not? We want to hear your feedback, you know. (laughs) I hope it did, right? So today's question, somebody wants to know, and this is kind of perfect for today's episode, but how do you guys structure your business? I know we've only been in the field. We're still pretty new, you know, not like years and years in the industry, but how have you guys structured your business so far? What do you mean structured it? Um, well, for instance, like with loans, I know everyone has purchased a home this year. So mm-hmm. like, what? Yeah. how did you guys structure it so that you're able to get approved? Get oh, your ducks yeah. in a row. I can be completely candid about this. I didn't have business structure for majority of the first <laughs> part of the year, right? Um, I was still working full time for almost half of the year. So thankfully, my job pretty much was able to fund my ability to purchase a home. But it wasn't until after um, I was no longer working that I kind of realized, like, okay, I've been kind of, yeah. my real estate money been like a free-for-all. I've just been kind of putting it here and putting it there. And then I no longer had that job anymore. So mm-hmm. it made me say, like, okay, I need to figure out. Where am I putting this money, doing it separate? Um, so I just think a couple things that I did that I hadn't before, um, of course, was opening a business account, right? Making mm-hmm. sure my checks go to my business account, working with my brokerage so that my checks were written into my LLC so I don't get paid, you know, river bonds. This goes to mm-hmm. my LLC name mm-hmm. so that I can properly file that and keep track of what my business is making. Um, you know, starting business credit cards, just doing mm-hmm. all those different kind of things. But I am slowly, as yeah. you can say, trying to structure my business as a business. But it's not easy. It's not yeah, yeah. I feel like that's the hardest part for me yeah. about being a realtor and being an entrepreneur is really structuring that business and knowing that, hey, I have to take out this percentage out of my check for taxes and mm-hmm. all of that thing. I think that's the hardest part about entrepreneur, and this is why not everyone is a business you know yeah, everyone wants yeah. to be a business Everybody owner this is what separates the good with the grades right yeah That's and to be completely transparent when i bought my home i did also buy it with a w2 but i'm also thinking about buying my second property and i'm like man like this has to be for my real estate and if i were to buy a second property right now of my real estate i probably wouldn't qualify because it's not where it needs to be yet yeah. so yeah my advice is actually just get someone to teach you the game to yeah. get someone yeah. to counsel you pay someone to teach you how to run your business like a business because i'm sure most of us we don't have a lot of people who we can reach out to who have done this before like for mm-hmm. instance right. my parents have never had their own business so mm-hmm. they're not somebody i can ask right i have to find someone else like a professional who's mm-hmm. able to answer those questions and kind of guide Absolutely. me so. yeah mm-hmm. for sure for mm-hmm. me i also use my nine to five i actually when i decided i 
went to buy a house. I went back and got a job. Yeah. Girl, oh, it was a full hey, time wrong wrong that. That. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. And okay. I actually recommend that. Yeah. Yes. I am I, I was a full time entrepreneur, but my lender was able to utilize because you know you have to show that consistent work history. Right. Utilize that I I work in the same industry that I have my degree in, my past jobs are all the same, so everything was consistent. So they're able to do that. And then I just use my from the beginning, luckily I have had my business account, LLC, everything getting paid there. I was just able to utilize that that as like additional assets, assets yeah, that exactly. I had. So in addition to my, you know, my W-2, this is what I'm breaking in, but then this is an additional of what I have. Yeah. That's but right. it didn't even count toward my like income technically, mm-hmm. which is yeah. like assets, assets that I could pay up front type mm-hmm. of thing. I love that we all kind of like, I didn't even realize this. Like we do so much work in real estate, but yeah. like we were all... I mean, some of y'all are still working full time, but yeah. we work full time while managing full time. You gotta do what yeah. you gotta do. Right. It, it's grandma. The bills yeah. gotta stop, you know? <laughs> it's grandma. If you're an entrepreneur and you feel like, I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs just feel like they can't take that step back, but sometimes you have to. Right. Yeah. It's the only you way have to, sometimes. like, just to get yourself in a better predicament yeah. than, because those commissions or that if some, you, you're waiting for somebody to buy something or whatever, that's not promised. Like, yeah. that's, but if you have something consistent coming in, you just learn how to budget. Say, put your money where it needs to be until you get to that place of yes. Now I can do 100. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now my business is structured. Now my business is structured. Right. And I've okay. asked them, one of my clients that's an entrepreneur. I asked her like, you know, why you haven't been doing this? You have the LLC, you have the business account. Like, why not do it? She was like, oh my god, it's so hard. I just got lazy. Mm-hmm. Which I feel like is the most mindset. It, it takes time. Like yeah. it takes the work. Yeah, we'll have to do to, an episode. Yeah, yeah. structuring your, yeah. 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 your business. Yeah, that's and going. it takes time. Yeah. And my um, piece of advice, last thing, is just to be really organized. I looked at my account last year and saw, like, all the money that I was, like, spending on my business just out of my personal account. Mm -hmm. And that's when I was like, whoa. I need to make a business, open up a business account, do mm-hmm. everything like that. Not, I have to learn how to not commingle funds. Mm-hmm. That was my biggest <laughs> thing because for when I had my nine to five, that was really like paying for my business. Right. Um, that's what I was using for mar- funding my business, marketing and all that. So learning how to separate the two is really important. It's necessary. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. necessary for, yeah, sure. for sure. We're definitely going to do an episode on just simply structuring your business to be successful. Yeah. Absolutely. And we not experts or we're pros, experts, but we right. can tell we'll y'all give you a <laughs> we can give it a little sauce, you right, know. Right, right. <laughs> but we want to thank you guys for tuning in to this week's episode, to every week's episode. We do appreciate you guys tuning in. If you are an entrepreneur and you're interested in learning more about the bank statement loan or the entrepreneur loan, feel free to reach out to any of us on Instagram. We will have our personal pages down below as well as the Real Talk Atlanta. Of course, you know, follow us on Instagram, Real Talk Atlanta. Send us emails at Real Talk Atlanta. Pod at gmail.com and we will be sure to get you um, any more answer any more questions that you may have yes thank y'all for tuning in see you guys next week we'll see y'all next week today's topic might be at its end but the conversation never stops if you like what you heard make sure to like comment and subscribe for more daily content from the ladies of Real Talk Atlanta head over to any of our social media platforms to connect with us and let's talk as we put the real in real estate.